Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to the LA Khalil podcast. This is episode 29. How are you doing today, Khalil? I'm doing great. It's a new day for me, at least. Thank you for asking. How about you, good sir? Doing great. It's hot out here, but we're still pushing through it. The the block is hot or what? The the temperature. Temperature. I don't know. I got beef. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, is the um the drought has returned. Yep. No. Oh. Oh. Mm, that's the double. My bad for the double double entendre. My bad. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even understand that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm miles behind. I'm sorry. I'm not even on your level yet. Don't even ask me how. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 I want you going. Go in whatever you want to start. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, let's. Should we just start it off with with, with the music? Yes. Well, all right. Let's talk about Drake's. Uh, he released the first song from his new upcoming album, uh, Certified Lover Boy. Um, I really enjoyed the song. Uh, we knew that he was going to eventually drop a single, and I think the album is going to be, it could be this Friday or next Friday, one of those days. Um, I think the song is a great Drake song. It's going to be, it is already a hit, similar to God's Plans, you know, songs like that that are actually like good songs like like tootsie slide is a hit but i think it's just on another level i mean i don't think that needs explaining uh but what do you what do you think about the the album name i heard a lot of people it, it's not uh, i want to say controversial is a word because nothing wrong with it but a lot of people are talking about the album name well with um starting with the single i i love it i i've never really been a big little dirk fan musically but as a person and him hanging with um with thugger you know little baby i understood the company he was surrounded with and i respected that and you know big ups to him but hearing him and you know him with the same on the same track with drake he he killed it you know everything he said was pretty good i i like the tempo of the song um, I don't really look at it as a God's plan. Maybe like a nice for what record. I feel like God's plan was a okay. was a crick, a cricky, but like nice for what something with a like a lengthy song. This song is five minutes long, and I'm I'm constantly replaying it. It it goes by so fast though. Uh, starting with Drake, I want to start with the music video, him being right. in the Nike store, um, from him playing with. Um, playing one on one with KD and running right. routes with Odell, just I'll let, I'll let you continue. But uh, the whole video genius uh, business marketing move by Nike because that is like one huge commercial, and it was like not a boring commercial. That was like I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed yeah. it too, and exactly like from a business standpoint, that is crazy. You're talking about a artist, a rap artist, not a actual NFL, NBA, an actual athlete. You're talking about a rap artist. That's it's just kind of really unprecedented because is it you know, some of the jokes is that like Drake is sponsoring Nike in this vid, not the other way around. Like it should. Like Drake has become a 
Drake has become, in my opinion, Apple, Coca-Cola. Drake has become a brand in himself. And that that's a credit to him, to his, you know, his hard work and his his, you know, art craft, you know, his craftiness. It's it's all because of him. But with the video, I just love the um him just hanging out with his friends. These are all his friends, Katie especially, and Odell. Just having fun is a really good fun video and song. I've um I noticed some slick shots from Drake though and um and uh Dirk. Um the uh this is not a cl- this is not a closable gap. We can all assume that gap and Kanye, you know, this is not a closable store. You know, like right. that's a shot at Kanye. Um some people have alluded to um to push her because um Terrence had only that information about Jake having a kid and so he made a spectacle about it and people are saying Jake put said baby so many times. So so when you you know search up Drake and Baby, you're gonna see this song and not any um affiliations with you know the that beef in 2018 or that you know that mm-hmm. track and so some people some people are just going left field with it but i liked um i i just liked everything about it this this just sounds like a real like a drake song that isn't you know easy you know like pop star easy grease was easy and a little bit to the inability to go outside and well we shouldn't people are still doing it but the normalcy of being able to go outside um i haven't really heard grease or pop stars since its release literally but this is a song where i feel like it's the tempo is great the drums you know what i mean like this is a good just anthem like dj khaled has been over two with drake so far this year this is an actual anthem, like a summer song of the summer, and I th- I think Drake. I'm I'm glad that Drake did not drop now or didn't drop during like June or uh, July or even like early May. I feel as though um it's just smart because the summer is kind of like with all the ca- craziness going on. He dropped the um Dark Lane demo tapes which it says in the title demo tapes and i think because now things are starting to progress a little bit and we all kind of starting to understand what's going on now this gives drake a full attention span and not having to um you know battle with covid and everything else going on this gives drake a full full time to shine Right, and um, we heard about his upcoming album, Certified Lover Boy. Right, yeah. having some apparently there's some rumors about some notable features such as Ariana Grande, um, the baby. So, what do you think about the name? Well, with the name, I I was one of those that like was like what, what is, like this is your sixth studio album. This is, but then I started to think and. I started it just can't look- just be something on the surface, you know. It might be something deeper. Exactly, and I started just 
looking back at his other albums, Thank Me Later, um, Firstly, Nothing Was the Same, Scorpion Views, and I um I just started to like just understand you know every album the from the title from the sound all have a distinct difference and I think this is a um some people are speculating that this would be like a full R&B song or a full R&B album which I don't think it will I would think it would be a lot of remnants of like take care mixed with nothing with the same because I'm hoping for, you know, good R&B and rapping from Drake, but I'm also looking forward to concise, a a good 15-track album. I can't expect him to get 10, like, newer artists, but at least 15, 15 to 17. And because, because of the attention span being so short these days, Scorpion didn't get the uh, critical acclaim that it should have. And I think with a good 15 songs from Drake, I think it would get its um its its desserts. So I think um right. it's a good name because it is different. And if, if it's for coming from Drake, it's probably been tested in the OVO camp for about 2,000 days and... The promo run. I noticed his haircut with the heart and everything. I think he's going to have a good merch, good hoodies, good t-shirts, good merch around this album title. And it's something different, you know, from views to certified lover boy. Like it's, it's different. And I think in some way I have to give him more credit because he's taking a risk with this album cover or title in a sense, because not no one was really expecting this, this name. I feel like, people were really expecting more serious tone name because um or serious tone overall because of the uh the flack that scorpion had gotten but if he just takes if he just learns from the mistakes of scorpion for real for real he he would be in good position to get the desserts that he should the 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 flowers that he should and if he's gonna have ariana grande on the album I'm looking forward to it. We've had the discussion way before a single was announced, a an album title was announced. We had this conversation with um with each other. And you know, I compared Take Care, the song with Drake and Rihanna to the sound of One Last Time with uh just Ariana Grande. It had to be the, the you know, I mean we talked about it and I said the uh like the drums, the tempo were similar, mm-hmm. and it had to be something like that with a, with a, you know, a cold, a, a real cold but up tempo beat mm-hmm. that um take care ex- exudes and one last time really does a good job with two, and so I, if it's like that, and it's, it's not like some poppy polished you know G rated song. Which I hope is it's not. It's um it, that that has to be. It has to be in for a long time. Cause right. I think um if I, yeah like two years ago three years ago when Scorpion was dropping I was hoping I was hoping for Ariana Grande song and a Kalani feature as well with Drake because Ariana Grande is one of the best singers 
of almost all time. Like she can sing, na- like she's a natural singer, <laughs> natural talent. And with Kalani, who is um, somewhat the, you know, female version, lady version of Drake in the sense of just, you know, rapping, but also singing and really, you know, right. pouring it in with the art. And those two would make a great um, mix as well. But, I mean, regardless if it's a poppy type song to a song or like a song on the level of, of that song uh, with Drake and Rihanna, it's, it's still going to be a hit because, I mean, Ariana Grande is one of the just biggest uh, musical attractions right. Um, right. in the world. I hope I hope it's like a 15 song album. Um, I, I really I don't think he will. But I don't want him to follow the trend like that's been happening with a lot of albums this year where it's like it's 15 songs, but then there's like a 12 song deluxe a week later. Um, I don't think he will do that, but I think um, um, I don't I agree with you. I don't think he will because he's already given us an another piece of work with Dark Main Demo Tapes. Yeah. And so it it would be it it would be basically he would basically be doing you know, contradicting himself or what we're talking about. A, it's, you know what I mean? Like we want, we both want 15. We're both saying we, you know, we want 15 instead of 25 like Scorpion. So it wouldn't make sense for him to cut it as he should. And then a week later, a few days later, add 12 more or make a deluxe. If if he does make a deluxe and, you know, I'm pretty sure the last time he's had a deluxe was nothing was the same. And that what had like two, three extra songs on. I was it. on, yeah, two, three songs. Um, then he should do that. But uh, I don't think Drake, Drake now versus Drake then is different. And so if he wants to drop whatever, he he's gonna drop whatever and whenever he wants. So, um, uh, and back to the Ariana Grande and Drake, I I I just hate it because. As much as I love Ariana Grande as a talent, you know, definitely streaming from um, Victorious, you know, her 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 role in that and her performance in that show, um, into her now, I just, I love her songs, or the songs that I do listen to, I love, but it's her annoying stand base that gets on my nerves as so much, and I can just imagine. Um, it would be just a few dummies saying that Ariana Grande helped Drake out in some way when pretty much every time Drake has dropped, he's been number one. And so... I would, that only be like the Ariana Grande fans. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not even... No, not the fans. It's the stands that are annoying. Fans are cool. Fans listen, buy, stream, whatever, buy the merch and stuff. It's the stands that just start unnecessary drama. But you made a good, um, you, you said something that I wanted to talk to you about hits. You know, you said despite it being polished and, you know, quick and easy, it'll still be a hit. But I feel as though, um, and this is off the dome, like boxing, you know, you can, the hit counts, a point, a hit counts. But the knockout blow, you know, the knockout hit is different. And so 
I feel as though it's only right. You know, definitely when you're doing one on one, how how badly or how greatly did the hit touch? And people are saying like pop stars a hit, Grease is a hit. Uh it could. It could be. But how much did it what did it really do? Like God's plan was a right. hit. That was a hit because right. that that just touched everything. You know what I mean? Like you had ABC News talking about it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Good Morning America. Like you had when right. you get the because news. of the music video. Like that you know, he was giving away like money. Yeah. I think that's yeah. And so um that that was a hit. Even though in my opinion that was quick and easy. I Maybe except for a few verses or a few mentions. I think like, it was too. I wouldn't rake it like in my personal favorite Drake Drake songs. It's not hot. I think Drake has so many better songs. Like yeah. in my opinion. Um, and to what I was saying, like besides a few mentions of being specific to him, I feel as though that song could been made, wrote, sung by anyone. You get what I'm saying? Like it's a good beat and everything, good song, but it. It was just quick and easy. That's as it should be. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't not every drink song has to be perfect or anything like that. It was a good it was a two pack, you know, that was um God's plan and diplomatic community. So it was just a part of a two pack. And it just gained traction and that's what he used for the you know, the lead single. But um I'm hoping for like a four minute, five minute take care esque. If it was gonna be Ariana and Drake, if he has any other features, I would hope that. I hope that it has no feature on it. I I just hope that it it is just, it's good music. I don't, I I want good music from this guy. No, I want great music from this guy. He's better than good music, but, I think the um the bar has been set. You know, I've been listening to a lot of old Biggie or, anything Biggie's old, but a lot of Biggie. This year, a lot of whole four 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 specifically. Like I've been, mm-hmm. I've been in tune with so much rap this year that I haven't really listened to. And he has, he has shoes to fill, definitely in regards to rap. And so, he's 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 knocked it out the park this year, um, with dark lane demo tapes. You know, Chicago freestyle, deep pockets, like just rapping. Uh, losses, you know, just real good rapping from Drake, but that pop star stuff, it was a dud, you know, it was a hit and miss. You get what I'm saying? Grace was a hit and miss. Pop star wasn't so bad. It had, it had some good verses, good rhymes, and everything, good beat, but it was just, it was almost like a, it was a cash grab. You know, Khaled knows that Drake is like Drake is like LeBron James, the best in the world right now, the hottest, and has been pretty much, you right. know, since they've gone gotten to the league officially, and so Khaled used Drake for the little single. I mean, Khaled hasn't. I don't even think he's released an album title or release date. You know, so you use Drake for two weak songs and you have even you know put anything out from my knowledge you know so um 
I, I just want to hear a great album. We t we've been talking about this for months. It was like a great, concise, nothing was the same, you know, volume album. So mm -hmm. we can get it, so we can get his, you know, critical acclaim. Because he, he has the right. talent, he has the writing, he has the ability, he has the artistry. Um, this, this is, this, I, I'm, I'm looking, I only, I only had this attitude towards Drake because I know how great he is and kind of just like LeBron James in this season, just, you know, with this, um, you know, the bubble and everything like this, this is the best time you've had to win a championship with the talent that you have and with the team that you have. And I, I want to see you go out and do what you're supposed to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. 2020 and I can't mess it up. Hey, um, yeah, that's great. Could really, uh, he could really, if he puts out a, a good project, great project, which I'm expecting, he could really, uh, you know, rack up a, a Grammy for best rap album. I mean, I'm just looking at the year 2020. It really hasn't been too hot for hip hop. Or maybe a lot of things have been overshadowed about what's currently happening in the world, but. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Khaled, you know, he dropped those two Drake songs. Cole dropped those two songs, or, or great songs too. Those, those were hit. I'm, mean, I would say hits. Oh yeah. Because Cole is not in the business of making hit records, but like, what I mean by hit, well, at least Cole, like they hit. You know, those, <laughs> those, those two songs were heavy hitters. Uh, we've, you know, if we're gonna get a Cole album and a Drake album in the same year, you know, if we're gonna get. A Cole and Drake album, we're gonna expect a Kendrick Lamar album. And I would love a Kendrick Lamar album. Definitely this during this time. I think uh if anything, Kendrick would if he was to drop oh, yeah. this year, it'll probably be around election time, you know, November time, I believe. He could still be here. I um, mean, I feel like everyone's been waiting on Kendrick for so long. Um just on the fact that he's returning is already so big. Yeah, and because he likes taking long breaks, and I think that's 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 just important, you know. Drake has, um, and it's not a bad thing. Drake has pretty much shown up to the postseason every year and won, for the most part. And now he has he won. He's still winning against tough, you know, against real competition. But I just, I would just. I would love to. It's probably never gonna happen, but a Drake versus Kendrick beef or diss. You know, it doesn't have to be real, but like just some subs back and forth, or a Drake versus Cole versus Kendrick, just to see who's the better man out of the three. Because you know, those three have always and will right. always be put together. I don't think it happened. I don't, I don't think, think so it too. Ha me happened, but it's just weird. Like when you're when you're talking about Drake, you're talking about Cole and Kendrick. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just mm -hmm. weird. Like those three have always been in the same category or put in the same um conversation, and so I would love to see who's like the better man. You know, it doesn't. It, I don't think it should um ever evolve into bad blood, but just to see who can. 
you know, outrhyme who. And, you know, friendly competition, whatever, that would be nice to see. Right. Oh, it definitely would. We'd love it as rap fans. Exactly. Like, we didn't get that Drake response to uh, to good music. So, we, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'd love to see Drake in altercation rap rise, at least. Because that's when, like, that's like when LeBron is just, just showing out, you know, pulling up from... 35, 40, and hitting threes, like, I right. just love to see Drake go out somebody, you know. And but, speaking of LeBron, should we move on to NBA? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's let's start off. Uh, there was, like, bubble awards handed out today, which I didn't even know were a thing, to be honest with you. Uh, Dame Lillard, MVP of the bubble. Um, yeah, Dame time. It seems, you know, he was always balling. Um, and then he, they played against the Clippers, which I think the Clippers were purposely trying to lose. And then we saw him miss those two late-game free throws, and then Patrick Beverly and Paul George clowning on him uh, too much. They, they, should have, they should have stayed in their place a bit, even though I don't really care. It's, it's just back-and-forth trash talk. It's not, nothing personal. Uh, but, yeah, Dame drops 50 one night, 60 the next night, 48 the next night. And then now the Blazers are playing the Lakers in the first round. They won their uh, placing game versus Memphis. And, yeah, playoffs are good to go. I'm I'm looking forward. As, I mean, obviously, we're all looking forward to playoffs. Um, I, it, it's just, like, realists know that the Lakers don't aren't worried about a thing. Right. Because it's, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna stop LeBron. Nobody's gonna stop Anthony Davis. Exactly. So, and Dame Lillard has came up against Anthony Davis in the postseason. It was a clean sweep. And he got swept. Anthony yeah. ate them fools. Got swept. Yeah. And now you have LeBron, the goat on top of that. Like, I I guess, you know, it's it's just cool to say some wild stuff to have the ratings the next day or whatever, some type of controversy because news has been all over the place. But um, the Lakers are not worried about a single thing in this bubble. Right. Maybe conference finals. Just the Clippers. I think that's really – I think that's it. If the Lakers and I – 100% believe they're making it to the finals and winning. If the Lakers make it to the finals, they're going to have an easier time in the finals than they did in the Western Conference finals. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, who they'll who they'll play in the finals is either uh, Raptors or the Bucks. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll talk we'll, – I think we should make our predictions. We, all the series are lined up. We'll do that uh, – after we discuss the Lakers, but yeah, their main target is the Clippers. Blazers realistically can get one game, definitely not more than two games. Um, it's just hard, um, you know, with a six foot two guy putting the whole team on your back against arguably the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time, and then Anthony Davis. So yeah, and the real fans know that. They don't really have much of a chance. 
like I be I believe um three teams have in Eastern Conference um in the Eastern Conference three teams I see making it to the finals. Raptors one, Boston two, and the Heat three. Raptors because they've they've have they have a better winning percentage this year than they did with Kawhi Leonard. So they're doing they're, my pick. they're doing something right. Um they they uh Siakam has only gotten better. Their length right. on the floor has only gone longer and um better. They have championship DNA. They do. Uh the Boston Celtics, similar to how I look at the Heat, they they just have great young talent and a great head coach to get them um to the finals and deep into the playoffs. You know, Jason Terry, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those two have been like the head fronts. Not to mention they have, uh, what's his face from uh, Charlotte? Um, I, can never, I, I can never remember his name, but um, they just have a lot of, just a lot of offense and actually pretty pretty good defense. And so I can't, you know what I mean? Like I can't really disregard them and put the Bucks in because the Bucks have Giannis, but they don't have a second piece, you know? Right. And the Raptors know how to contain Giannis. They, yeah, exactly. They, they shown that last year and they not only did they do that against Giannis, they, they did that against the um, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, think about right. it. The Boston Celtics have Jalen Brown, Taco Fall, <laughs> Ennis Cantor. Huge issue. I mean, imagine just throwing P.J. Tucker on Anthony Davis. Oof. Exactly. That's just going to be barbecue chicken. All day. But just to recap, like, the Boston Celtics versus Philly. Ben Simmons injured. Philly should win that. And if Philly's to win that, that's going to show Philly and everyone else Embiid is the better player. The Heat. Right. Is, but is he going to have injury struggles? It seems like every year it's like some little nick or knock, you know? I think, um, I mean, that's just something that we have to, you know, we have to see. But if not, then. You know, I can't really complain about it. I would love to see. I mean, Embiid is such a great talent. I would love to see, you know, Embiid do his thing. But, yeah, um, my pick still, number one for Eastern Conference, Raptors, Boston, two, and the Heat, three. I think um, the Bucks don't have what it takes to make it to the finals. I don't think the Bucks have it. Have what it takes to make it to the conference finals because they don't have. I mean, they got Kyle Corver, they got um, the point guard that he just George Hill, but they um, he played for Phoenix as well. The other guy, like they got, they don't have a bucket getter, basically. Exactly, they don't right. have a Luke Will. If they had like a right. Luke Will, then I could see them, you know, what I mean, like I could see them doing something, but they don't and- have. A guaranteed bucket getter. All championship level teams need a bucket getter. Um, 
a guy that you can literally hand the ball to and he'll do the rest. We've seen it with the Cavs. Um, that was both uh, LeBron too, but Kyrie is just a guy you can give the ball to. Uh-huh. Does the thing. KD, just give the ball to him. These are bucket getters. And when I look at the Bucks, I mean, besides Giannis, I mean, Giannis isn't like a traditional bucket getter. I mean, he'll score, but he's not really a finesse type player. I mean, besides him, I mean, what, Chris Middleton? Can, you know? Chris Middleton is good, but he can't, I can't, he's not really good at creating his own shot. Right. Like 1v1, he's a great, like, catch and shoot. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much Chris Middleton, Kyle Culver, those guys. Right. Maybe you're looking at, like, George Hill, who is your bucket getter. Oof. But that's not a really, you know, young bucket getter. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the Bucks have been proven, or, you know, Toronto has shown how to beat the Bucks. And right. So, they have the same formula, same coach. And to be honest, they might just have the better team versus last year. But, yeah. And, um, also, I'm excited to see the Clippers and Dallas matchup. I'm confident the Clippers are going to win, but I want to see, uh, you know, this is Luka Doncic's first time in the playoffs. This um, is Christoph Zingas' first time in the playoffs. Yes, that is true. Well, with uh, with Doncic, I mean, he's a he's already a, a star. He's a, I think he's just he's already on path to having a Hall of Fame career. I mean, that kid's so talented. I mean, um, in truth. And that's the same thing with Kristaps. Like, of course, yeah. when people when he first got drafted, everyone hated on him. But like, he can play offense and defense at his at his height. He can shoot the three. He can make free throws. Like, th- right. These guys are from Europe. They were playing Euro ball. They they they've been playing... pro since fifteen. Exactly. Like th- most th- kids in the U.S. have were studying in high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, us. But, like, you know, like, these guys grew to be men in basketball. They, they – this is nothing to them. And so – Right. I'm yeah. excited to see um, with, with Doncic, I mean, with the wing defenders that Clippers have, uh, Paul George and Kawhi. I mean, they're going to – I just want to see how Doncic responds because I know he can ball, but this is – it's going to be – his buckets are going to be very tough to get – Against Paul George and Kawhi. Well, maybe not against Paul George because, <laughs> I mean, everyone's shitting on. Look, I've I've been part of the of the shitting on Paul George, but he's an elite defender. But let's. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, it's still been times where he wasn't. Well, he he was, but it just better offense, I guess. I think the way he responds to it is just makes people hate him. Like when he when he called that Dame's shot uh, against the Thunder last year a bad shot, like yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the media's appeal or the fans' appeal. Yeah, that was just that was just hate, just a reaction. That was just a reaction, not really much thought about into it. But it was a straight up wrong too. Like the Dame lives like eight of thirteen from three. From yeah. the night, obviously he's gonna shoot it again. And I mean, it looked like he stepped back even further, and yeah, he still made that shot. 
you know? Right. But, yeah, it, it wasn't, if you're making them, it's not a bad shot, you know? But see, right. the problem with, still, back to Dame, Dame is what? He's going to have to drop 100 to secure a victory? Be consistent? Yeah. Like, the Portland Trailblazers might win game one, but that that'll be it. Also, his gas tank. I mean, when you're six two, like the buckets you get. I mean, you see it when you watch him. Like they're so hard earned. The amount of energy he has to put to create a shot for himself compared to someone like Anthony Davis, who three steps in, backs it to the post, and drops it in. You know, it's it's a big difference. I mean, yes, and of course, these are two different types of players. Obviously, size and everything, but. Um, he can he can finish as good as Westbrook, maybe not with the dunking, but he does a good job at not only getting his shot, getting his teammates involved, and winning, and that is something that um most point guards aren't really good at. Like Steph, he's good at that. He he, he was the face of doing that, and so I don't I know for a fact Dame's gonna bring his A game. He's been doing like even even um you mentioned about the gas tank and everything. I mean, these guys have been off for a few months. You get what I'm saying? Like that is this true. is almost like a new NBA season to Which a degree. makes it even scarier uh to see LeBron play with a full gas tank. Oof. Exactly, but nobody's saying that. And right. to have AD a few weeks just a few weeks back, he he you know he came out and said he's 100%. And so to have 100% AD, LeBron, okay, we don't have... Uh, Rondo's coming back eventually, but to not have Avery, right. okay, you get uh, J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters, two people, two, two players that, you know, at their size, for their size, they can play, you know, some defense, but are and better at offense. You know, I say it all the time. Like J.R. Smith is the guy that changed the tide in Game Seven for the Cavs. He's an underrated defender. No one gives him enough credit. And enough credit. And besides making that blunder in Game One, he has a good IQ. Definitely, when definitely on the offensive end. You know, right? He, I think people make... look at that blunder like, I mean, it was bad. But the Cavs were not winning that series. Like it's okay, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it just gave people a easy excuse to just, you know, an easy out. But like if I say it all the time, like J.R. Smith is the guy that set that pick to get Clay off of Kyrie and have um, Curry switch on Kyrie. Right. Like that was J.R. J.R. was going, starting the third quarter, making all the threes. Like. He, he's the one that started it. But like you were saying, like now with the Lakers and Western Conference, like this is almost like a new NBA season. And we're seeing now like teams that like the teams that we're watching um, and the games that like the NBA now is what the NBA would have been in October. Now we have it. Now we see the Blazers as a healthy team. You know, because think about it. If the if none of this would be happening, well, we have already we would have already had an NBA champion. But 
Portland definitely wouldn't have been in. Portland would have been still sent home, would have been sent home regardless, and just waiting for the season to start. Then, okay, now we got Nurkic back. Now we got Zach Collins back, and we're playing, and we're balling, and we're winning. And so it's it's like, tech, you know, technically this is still the NBA season, you know, 2019-2020. But this is just a preview of what to expect for 2021 with um, Portland being healthy, Lakers being good, um, the Dallas Mavericks, like, and not only that, this might be, uh, like, with Ben Simmons being injured, this gives them enough time for the next season that should start in December to be healthy as well. But, uh, oh man, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at a today. The playoff star. We have Jazz Nuggets, Mavs against Clippers, Bucks against Magic. Oof. Mm-hmm. We are getting spoiled. Yeah, we, we really are. Like I, I looked at the Lakers and Blazers uh lineup schedule. It's only a two day difference. And right. So, also, shout out to Carmelo. Oh yeah, big shout man. Out shout out to Carmelo. Uh, comeback season right there. Comeback player of the year right there. You know, right. from the personal... That's going to be interesting. From the personal um, conflicts to almost being, like, prematurely being thrown out of the NBA. Yeah, no one picked them up for a year and a half. That is just insane. And they I, essentially kicked them out of the Rockets. Yeah, they said, we no longer need your services. And that was it. But this is this has been a great comeback story, a great story period for uh, Melo, and yeah, I was saying, I said it like yesterday, like this isn't a LeBron versus Damian, this is the LeBron versus Melo matchup we've been waiting for. Right, a little late, but not late for LeBron. Better, better late than never, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like Melo's, he's better, like. His shape and everything, like he's better. He's in shape. He's he's looking slim and he's hitting threes. You know, like this is gonna be good. He this understands be... his role. He's not gonna be that starter guy. He's right. Just gonna be the, those quick, those quick punches, those quick jabs with those sparks of points, and that's who he is. I think that the big issue was with like. I want to say 2017 when he got traded to the Thunder and like the, this media guy asked him like, yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, he's like coming off the bench. He, he like he laughs at it. Yeah, and that's that was the issue why a lot of te- you know a lot of teams see that and they're like, okay, we don't want this guy's attitude. But I'm, it's great to see that he knows his role. Right. Just like with a lot of other like NBA uh, veterans. Um, like Iguodala, uh, Lou Williams, these are all guys that can start on high-level teams, but they know that it'll benefit their squad more to come off the bench. It not only benefit the team, it benefit them and their longevity. Right. You know, I mean, Andre Iguodala, he can he can clamp down on defense. He can hit threes, wide open threes, dunks. But him so coming off the bench, the didn't get him. I'm so glad. Yeah, that would have been. If the Clippers got tough. Iguodala, I would have had the Clippers winning just because he's so good at. Um, you know, obviously, like when like LeBron 
was uh, or when he was guarding LeBron. Obviously, LeBron is gonna do his thing, you know, drop his thirty, but Iguodala would would make LeBron's points very hard earned. Right. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. I I just we it was just a few months ago we were just talking about if NBA was gonna come back and stuff, and now we got it and we were ready for it. Lakers on um, Blazers is Tuesday, so um, it's going to be interesting to see. That's for sure. I'm interested to see how they start the next season, which is like October, November-ish, because I'm just wondering if they're going to do the bubble again. I don't know. No one really talked about this. I'm sure Adam Silver knows, you know, just because uh, – shout out Adam Silver. Right. If, uh, but, if anyone knows, the commissioner knows. Right. But the bubble, I, I I mean, of course, the bubble, um, no fans is different, but it's it's not, it's I, I prefer this better than anywhere else. Like, this is fun, like, this is great. It's, it's the quality of the games is it, it's not lost at all, nothing has gone downhill, you know, nothing was lost in terms of quality. If anything, it's it's great still, and just um just to see that the NBA just to see this come to fruition, you know, it was a few weeks where okay, it's supposed to come back July twenty third, July twenty fourth, but is it gonna is it actually gonna come in? And all all these days with zero um you know cases of corona and. You know, no, no funny business happening. Like, it's it's a proud achievement. Definitely not only on behalf of sports, but specifically the NBA. And this, it just shows, like, once again, the NBA is the better sport, the better han- the handler of these type of things. Either either a pandemic or social justice. Right. The NBA just... Trumps every other league. No exactly. pun intended. That's because it's, it's ran by a great leader. You know, imagine if we had someone like, like that at the head of our country. Huh? That would be a lot better. That would be nice. And not to mention, like, um, rest in peace to uh, I can't now I'm blanking on his name, but you know the previous commissioner, he um. Right, David Stern. David Stern, rest in peace to David Stern. Adam Silver was underneath David Stern, so he watched the the good and the bad. And so, you know, he he made sure to not, I guess, you know, make those same mistakes and just be better. And I think that's a really good. And... Right. Adam Silver came in and had to deal with some big stuff, like um, with the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, and... That takes a lot of balls to send up to like a billionaire owner just because within this network of billionaires, there's so many connections and most people are scared of approaching or confronting these people because the connections could directly be involved with them. Yeah. And, you know, friends of friends and acquaintances of acquaintances. But yeah. I'm glad that he was forced to sell the team because we don't want an owner like that. Ever. It's, it's funny because the Clippers owners kind of 
very similar to who's running this country. And speaking on who's running the country, um, I hate, you know, despite how America, everyone else feels about Donald Trump, it's obviously it's never easy to lose a family member and it's never easy to lose a sibling. And I'd like to take this moment to just send my condolences to uh, um, Donald Trump's brother who's passed away at 71. The uh, health issues has not been dis- uh, public, which makes sense. But um, I would just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not bashing Trump anymore, you know? Like, it is hard to lose a sibling, and despite him being a piece of crap, you know, that doesn't mean everyone in this family is definitely, you know, a brother. Robert Trump is his name. Um, younger brother is younger than Donald, and um, he passed um, at age 71. So, my, my condolences. Right. Um, speaking of Trump, though. Cat Williams released a little video earlier today, and it would just. This is why I love Cat Williams. He is in the same for me in terms of goat comedians, stand up comedians. Him and Dave Chappelle right there, neck and neck. You know, Dave he makes it just look effortlessly, just like a conversation. And so does Cat. You know, it's like he's talking to us, asking questions. And he it does that question. And Cat, he's been unapologetic unapologetically open. Um he talks about politics, he talks about everything, science, all this type of thing, religion and his stand ups. Trust me, I know I made a Cat Williams specific comedy playlist on Spotify and I listen to it every day. And his approach to it was so it was just so real because it is pretty much the only way to uh, get people's attention and what he did he dressed in supreme and rainbow styled hair um and he just started talking it is i don't think it was alive but it was a. Uh, it, it just seemed like recorded. I don't think anyone was in the audience, but he he was talking. He was on that talk. Okay. So. Yeah, legendary. Are you underwater? Are you are you on your Drake thing? You just you're going on the water now. I'm just working on the week weekend like usual. Okay. Okay, yeah. I thought you were about to say working on the weed like usual. I was like, oh, but um, yeah, Cat Williams was just like, um, you're the leader of this country is has advised people if you have bleach to put it on you and put in your eyes to uh fight off the coronavirus. Like, he said that he did. You, you can see Donald can say all the all he wants about. Him being sarcastic or whatever, but he still said that. The president still said that. I don't think it's the president's job um, or a duty as a president to be sarcastic about anything. 
So even if you was being sarcastic, it's not a good, it's just not something presidents be or do. And so um, he was just going in. He was just telling the truth as usual. You like Cat Williams? Um, I've only seen certain clips. Uh, I haven't I haven't watched as much as compared to like Dave Chappelle. Um, but I want to get more into it, like just comedy in general. I'm gonna send you the playlist. It's on Spotify. I'm gonna send it to you. It's like five hours, I believe. Three hours, five hours, something like that. Oh, he releases his stuff on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, it's like five hours. It's um, you got the Pimp Chronicles one, Pimpadelic, Afterlife, Priceless. Um, it's it's another one. Yeah, I I, I made it. I I sent it to you. It's great. He's he's one. He's he has a beef with Kevin Hart, and I understand I understand the beef and why each person feels the way they feel. But Cat Williams is just funny. He's funny on um. On stage, performing stand up, or on stage on Wild and Out, or or for fifteen seconds in a in a movie, he's been funny and he's always told the truth. Same like Dave Chappelle. But um, if anything, right now comedy is a good help, a good boost to get us through our uh, through through the days. And so, I appreciate it, Cat Williams. Thank you. Yes, sir. You have any uh any questions for me? Let's see. Uh, how's the smoothies been going? Um, the smoothies have been going, and that is why there are no more smoothies. <laughs> I've um, I have to make my way today to the grocery store, Sam's Club, and get some um get some food and stuff, some bananas. I might get some whey protein, some um, some bars, some some um, you know, healthy stuff now. But uh, I'm thinking about buying a just uh like a a piece of workout equipment, like a curl bar. I'm pretty sure that is, that's what it is because it's curled, not like a dumbbell, but like a curl bar to add and add the weights to the end. I'm thinking of getting me one of those, um, just so I can have something. To keep on working out if I can't go to the gym. But um I might just check Amazon or something like that. But it, it's it's being made, you know, progress is being made in terms of just, you know, like little bits of progress, but progress still nonetheless being made overall. I've been back on um writing music. Um I have a new way of writing it now um a new style so far and i'm enjoying it and i wish i wasn't so tired and out of my head to um talk about it because it's confusing but i'm i'm enjoying it and i'm still still it just came out but pardon me they got the new drake the new drake on song um they got an instrumental to it and i'm loving that beat five minutes long but it's i love it Oh, just uh, like yeah. instrumental. Yeah. On like YouTube. Mhm. I downloaded it and everything. Have you been uh, writing? Uh, so if they take it down, I still got it. Huh? 
have you been writing some bars? Uh, some stanzas. Yeah, I've been writing some bars. It's 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 tricky. That that beat that song is tricky. Right. I I just love this song because, I mean, it just he he has like multiple hooks. He has multiple verses, and he has it's all over the place somewhat, but it, he kills it. Yeah, no, it's definitely a more challenging beat to rap on. Yeah. I mean, and then you could see like he'll take like pauses with the baby, you know? Yeah. Like it's that's hard. Yeah, it's it that that takes a lot of creativity. I mean, it looks easy from the outside, but trust me, like yeah, that's that's really hard it because is. it is like even from personal experience and doing something like that, it's okay then. How do I, how do I write something that is still in the same pocket, but is isn't the same? Right. And so it's like, I don't want to just keep on saying the same thing, but I have to say it in the same cadence. I got to make it fit, just like the previous thing I said, or it's not gonna. It's, it's like a puzzle, you know. And so right. it's it's very difficult. I mean. It's I mean, big. the greats make it. The greats make it look easy. I mean, like mm-hmm. when I was like, like when I hear like rap beats like a year ago or two, I'd be like, okay, this isn't like hard to make. This this looks easy, but then I hop on GarageBand, and I'm clueless. Now, obviously, I will continue working, but the greats always make it look easy. Mm-hmm. Because the greats, the greats aren't the rookies no more like they're making it look right. easy because they put the 10 years of experience in this this is routine for them now so you know what i mean like right. kanye flipping samples and stuff like that like that's that's not just something he learned yesterday or the same day that's off of years and long nights of of, of exper- experimentation and, and same with like working. when you watch um like Clay Thompson shoot a basketball, like you don't see the hours, thousands of shots a day. Thousands into that beautiful uh, jump shot, which is, in my opinion, like the most beautiful jump shot in the league. Right, so crispy. I mean, just and see, we talk about KD coming back, Kyrie coming back with the you know Nets. I mean, we still got Clay and Steph coming back. Right, and so we we're talking about. You know LeBron and AD, and you know Kawhi and Paul George, and Luca and Kristaps, and the Bucks and the Heat, the Raptors, Brooklyn and Boston, but the Warriors are still a great team. They're just injured, right? And maybe Giannis comes. <laughs> that would be goodness. That would be uh, unfair. <laughs> I mean, any, any any name would be unfair, like LeBron coming, Kawhi, yeah. Paul George, like. But especially with Giannis, just the fact that he he drives in, yeah, and you have to put two or three bodies on him, and then he could just look left or right, and you yeah, got and then the two best shooters ever made ever existed right. in the corner. So yeah, right. that would be that would be a cheat code. That'd be better than KD. Yeah. Oh, you can. I don't think Giannis is a better player, but I think the fit wise would be better. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, that'd be, uh... <sighs> yeah, that'd be scary. And we both agree. The Bucks, Giannis is not going to win anything in the middle of uh, nowhere with the Bucks. We'll see in a month um, or when the season ends what he does because he he has a, a player. What he has is a, a player option, option for the next season, but that player option is based off of his current contract, which is uh, $20 million. And he's eligible for like... 35 to 40 million so he's definitely not taking the player option there's just no way um because even if he wanted to stay for just one more year he could just do a one-year contract you know he's in the position where he can literally get wherever he wants i think with what he's doing is he's obviously not going to come out and make any commitments because if you just come out and say oh i'm very loyal to this franchise i want to stay then the people at the front office take a foot off the gas. Yeah, he has the what leverage. You want to do, right, you want to put pressure on the front office to try and get another start. I was seeing, like, a, honestly, the most realistic star that they can get is Bradley Beal. And I was seeing this on Twitter, someone talking about it. Um, that's the most realistic possibility for them. But I think he should leave. Yeah, he should. Um, just, I hate because like he 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 can learn from the greats like LeBron. Like LeBron has won three championships, but man, how many years did he stay in that dysfunctional franchise? Like hey, loyalty okay. doesn't mean anything. Just it's business. It's just business. This league. This isn't like hooping on the streets. This is you want to leave your legacy with the highest level you possibly can. Yeah, you make a good point. I can't stop you talking about Cleveland like that, but yeah. No, you make a really good <laughs> point. And that's something in in regards of every business, definitely um like entertainment, um, sport business, you know, same with rapping. Like this isn't just rapping on the blog with your friends, freestyling back right. and forth. It's totally there's, different. there's you know, there's a science to it. You know, there's there's a a hidden code that people live, you know, or abide by. Same with basketball or sports. Like this, there's. I mean, y'all should watch Ballers on HBO. I think it's on HBO or whatever has Dwayne Johnson in it. Like y'all should watch that and see about how like the NFL moves and stuff like that, or just like sports leagues in general move. Like it's not, you know, rainbows and cupcakes you get what i'm saying like it's business it's cutthroat the music business is cutthroat you know i'm i'm listening to fergie out of all people say on her songs how cold and evil the industry can be like it's it's it just kind of like anything with entertainment the new face okay you're old now replacement Right, and that's that's what it is, and p- even Stephen A. Smith has done such a, he's done a a terrible great job at joining everyone else, getting trying to get LeBron out of here, but just somehow like the more they try to get LeBron out of the big picture, the the more he stays. Right. So, you have any uh. 
I'm sure you're about ready. You have any any final uh, things you'd like to let us know? Um, to everyone, just stay consistent. That's the key. Consistency is key. Um, be patient. You know, patience yes. is a is a learned trait. It's not easy to obtain. But you have to remain patient and remain calm um, through, through thick and thin, through the hard, the soft, the easy, the, the hard pause. Um, don't don't get don't get contempt, don't get comfortable. You know, the long the line may be long, but the line would not stay long. You're still in a place. Right. You still have to move forward. So you you need to make sure your awareness is on what it should be, and your awareness on is on high, because right. you will get passed, you will get skipped. So be patient, stay alert, and move accordingly. Right. And also, don't take life too seriously. Life doesn't make sense. Uh, so just look at it like that. Uh, take what you do seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. I think that's a great key point. And life don't make sense. So don't. Don't try and make sense of it. (laughs) So and don't don't waste your life trying to make more than sense. Right. You know, don't Don't waste your life always trying to be right. Oh, that's 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 something I got to (laughs) learn. No, trust me. I'm I'm just as petty, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's not easy, but, you know. Take it day by day. It's been good talking with you, man. It's been great. Hey, um, one more thing. It might be a little bit more, a uh, few more minutes. Um, uh, I talked about this earlier, but a friend of mine, if um has opened, she just opened up on the timeline about not being asleep at night, and I asked her what about it. She said it might be depression, and we are. I enjoy doing this podcast because we talk and we open up about things and, you know, we are very, you know, open, like I said, open about right. mental health and stuff like that. Um, let me tell you something, audience. Being down bad, being down and does not make you a bad person. It doesn't make you any less of a person or human being than people who are up nothing there's nothing wrong about being bad it is something though when you stay down when you don't want to get back up we cannot it it will cost us too much to stay down than it will to get back up and definitely with dealing with depression and things of that nature while it is not easy to mention or talk about, open up, it's not easy to fight. Um, I would hate I, I I would love if we stopped looking at it as a fight. There's just so much fighting going along in this world. We 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 can ease up on the fighting. But you know, there's there's ways to deal with it. And some of the ways that I deal with these type of things like I mentioned earlier, I have I I made a a playlist of of comedy and of Kevin Hart 
of Dave Chappelle, of Cat Williams. That is something that I used to keep myself cheered up, not only, you know, throughout the night when I'm heading to sleep, but when I'm at work or when I'm working out or when I'm just chilling. I, I like to watch funny videos on online or on TikTok. You know, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, funny, pure, just in, innocent laughs. You know, I like to listen to the Joe Budden podcast. Laughs and information. Working out is another thing. And that is such a hard thing for me because like Shine, Shine is all the time saying, consistency is key. And it's for me, it's been a personal struggle to be consistent. Definitely with diets and not having the proper diet plan and everything in place. But as I do, I go back at it and I say, you know what? I'm just drinking water. You know what? You know what? The apple looks better than these Takis. The the, the grapes, they're, they go down better than the Cheetos, you know? Right. The, the blueberries, they go down better than the Skittles. And so <laughs> there are ways to deal with it. There are ways to treat it. It's not just everyone's different. It's not something that can be treated with the, with the magical cure or, you know, serum. But it's up to us because it is our lives to deal with it. And we cannot... Okay. I repeat, we cannot try to find the happiness to deal with it in someone else. I tried it and it failed. And we cannot do that. Right. You can't live vicariously through someone else. Not at all. You were born in this world by yourself. No one was beside you. And besides family and your friends and things like that, people like that, you are your main priority. Exactly. So yeah, watch watch funny videos. Um watch listen to stand up comedy. Work out. Um read a book, you know what I mean? Like exercise your brain. There are ways to deal with it and then the more you do it, that consistency is being built and it's there's no longer a grind, it's a way of life. Right. Now that's Yeah, that's, you're the number one priority yourself. I feel like a lot of people are so nice that they like helping other people more than they like helping themselves. And maybe from the outside, it's like, oh, he's such a good person. But you are the number one priority. Always remember that. Always. Always remember that. All right, man. This one's been good. I I just had to get that out. And I'm glad you was able to, you know, be along with it, too. So we're gonna get those smoothies back. You know, we're gonna get the Yes sir. Get the Nutella. I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna start that action, you know, new wave of smoothies. But I love you, man. Love you too. You know, talk to you in a little bit. Yes, sir. Um you know, keep it easy, keep it breezy, you know. Thugger girl. Happy birthday, rest in peace of the great Nipsey Hustle. And while I wish I could just go in on that clown. Listen, while you're looking down above us from the gates of heaven, 
or Nipsey Land. We don't condone that clown and that clownery. And if he ends up getting shot and killed, it would be because of him. Yes. And yeah, man. Much love, Nipsey Hustle. Um, much love to everybody. You know, love people that love people. You know what I'm saying? So, more chump on your head top. Watch how you speak on our name, you know? Cheese. Cheese.